massive have saved his life as well, Charlie. And at one point said the windows open, Luther Vandross blasting loud, air conditioning on. <laughs> and we outside lane of the M1 and he fell asleep. And went from the outside lane across the next lane, across the next lane, till I grabbed hold of his steering wheel and shouted, Gaffer! Gaffer! And another cracking goal as well. It's Jacob Hazel who's got it this time. Marcus Childs with the ball into it. Again, more excellent approach play from Scarborough Athletic. Currently lead 3-0. What a first half. There's a lot more respect for mental health now than there's ever been, and rightly so. Shane Bland just getting the ball back from Lewis Richardson's back pass, hooping it forwards, causing havoc for the Darlington defence. And Jacob Hazel was left there just up against Tommy Taylor, spotted him off his line, chipped it over his head. Brilliant goal for Whitby. Good afternoon and welcome to another Coast and County Radio Saturday Sports Show with me, Andrew Snaith, here on this FA Cup first qualifying round weekend. We have live coverage of Whitby Town's trip to Warrington Rylands from 3pm on coastandcountyradio.co.uk. Click Whitby Sports Extra. Scarborough Athletic also in action in the FA Cup first qualifying round. This afternoon they welcome Witten Albion to the Flamingoland Stadium. Of course we'll have updates from kickoff right here on 97.4 FM, Coast and County Radio. I caught up with John O'Greening, the manager of Scarborough Athletic. The news coming in yesterday that they've signed young winger Theo Hudson and goalkeeper Nathan Harker, who is set to debut this afternoon. And John was very confident ahead of the clash. Yeah, looking good. We trained last night. Uh, The boys were looking very sharp. Uh, We've got a couple of niggles. We've got Kieran Glynn, who's got a tight hamstring. That's why he didn't play against South Shields. Um, He's been struggling a couple of days before the South Shields game. We thought he might be okay, but um, he didn't make the warm-up. So uh, we put him on the bench, but he was never going to come on because his, his hamstring was struggling. Uh, Lewis Maloney as well, he's got a tight hamstring as well, um, he didn't train last night, he probably won't be okay for tomorrow but he hopefully should be alright for Tuesday against Buxton and um, obviously Josh Barrett's been out six or seven weeks now of his groin so he's he's still struggling, hopefully he'll be back in a couple of weeks but other than that we've got a um, full, sh- full strength team um, looking good in training last night and look, really looking forward to the game. Good to hear. Uh, if we go back to Monday's game, John, obviously disappointing the result. Um, but what were your thoughts on the performance? Yeah, I think I mentioned it already. I think, um, you know, the first 10 minutes we, we were at the races, um, missing a couple of of tackles and a couple of headers. And, um, you know, we, we were at, probably at our best like we had been the five previous games. But then, um, you know, the, the lads, after 10, 15 minutes, you know, dug in, showed their uh, grit and determination, what they've been doing all season. And, um, yeah, it probably wasn't the best game uh, for the for a neutral, but um, I thought they showed great character to try and stay in the game. I think that second goal just before half-time killed us off a little bit. I think if we'd have kept it 1-0 till half-time, I think we'd have had a, um, a good chance second half of getting back in the game, but... Credit to South Shields, very good team, probably the best team we've played this season, um, obviously full-time, um, probably miles bigger budget than we've got, but um, they were a good team and um, they showed that second half, they, they showed what a good side they are, you know, they had a, a good strong bench as well and um, they saw the game out and they showed really good um, game management, um, but credit to our lads, they never gave up, fought to the last minute and tried to get back in the game, but it just wasn't to be, but... Um, you know, um, full of praise for the players, especially having played six games in 16 days after after a 10-month absence with COVID. So, 
you know, great credit to the players. Absolutely. And it was uh, only the first defeat uh, of the season as well, which I think is uh, something that needs to be borne in mind. Um, going into the big FA Cup game, of course, we're now being bottom of the Premier Division, but uh, I dare say you won't be taking them lightly. No, no, it's an FA Cup game. You know, uh, you never take uh, teams lightly in the FA Cup. I think, you know, um, they'll be a strong team, very physical team. Um, we, we know all the strengths and weaknesses. We've worked on it. I think, um, you know, in a one-off game, anybody can beat anybody who, who turns up on the day. But the boys, like I said, trained really well last night. They're really up for it. Um, they want to go as far as they can in the FA Cup. They want to try and get a buzz around the town. And obviously, you know, I've done quite well personally in the FA Cup uh, in my playing career. So I'd like to go as far as we can in the FA Cup because, you know, as a young kid, it's one of the best competitions you can watch on telly. And, um, you know, very fortunate to um, have been part of the United uh, treble team but won the FA Cup and I was in the match day squad that day and ended up you know lifting the trophy so um, you know I've got a, a really good um, feeling about the FA Cup and I absolutely love it um, fortunate to captain um, West Brom there as well at Wembley in the semi-final the FA Cup which we lost 1-0 to Portsmouth uh, which was really disappointing because I wanted to take them all the way to the final but it wasn't to be so yeah um, for me it's one of the best competitions in the world so the players know that as well. They're really up for the game and really can't wait for it tomorrow. Fantastic. And I know the supporters will be excited too. For anyone who is mulling it over, should I go to the game? Just uh, just your thoughts on how important it is to have that support behind you. Well, it's massive. You know, it's like um, the players' 12th man. You know, um, I thought the supporters were fantastic against South Shields. Even when we went, you know, 1-0 down and then 2-0 down, the support of the boys all the way to the end. And the play, the players recognise that on the pitch, uh, and that's why you know um, they gave the effort all the way to the ninety fourth minute, whatever it was, um, and and they'll play a massive part. So yeah, if they can come out supporters tomorrow against Whitton Albion, it'd be absolutely fantastic, and try try and get the place bouncing, and you know try and get a good result, and get in, get into the next round, and try and get a little FA Cup run going. That's John O'Greening, manager of Scab Athletic. They take on Witten Albion this afternoon, 3 o'clock, in the FA Cup first qualifying round. They welcome Witten Albion to the Flamingoland Stadium. We will keep you up to date as best we can throughout the afternoon. And a reminder, Whitby Town's clash against Warrington Rylands is live on coastandcountyradio.co.uk. Click Whitby Sports Extra. And talking of Whitby Town, we'll be speaking to Nathan Haslam, one of their joint managers, next. <laughs> 